0: Hello and welcome to the second of our two-part video summary examining the play Dr Faustus by Christopher Marlowe. In this video we'll be looking at key characters themes as well as symbols and make sure you check out the first part of this video where we summarize the plot and also talk about important contextual issues that you should be aware of. Now when it comes to the main characters The first is Dr Faustus and we learn that he's a very intelligent and ambitious scholar and he never seems completely secure in his decision to damn himself and by the end he's asking for forgiveness. We're not entirely sure if he's our tragic hero however we do learn that he becomes incredibly greedy through his ambition once his wish to uh, conjure magic is fulfilled and Mephistopheles becomes his servant and one of the things that we find is that during his time when he was powerful he actually didn't use his magic for good ends he used his magic in a very wasteful way which really makes us as the audience sometimes not feel incredible sympathy for him and for the outcome that he faced at the end. Mephistopheles is the other key character and he's a demon that Faustus summons He warns Faustus against making a deal with the devil, but he also wants to recruit souls for his master. He's also sympathetic when he recounts the demons losing everything when they fell from heaven, much like how Faustus will eventually lose everything and fall into hell and damnation, much like Mephistopheles. There are good and bad angels, and these angels often seem to pop uh, up, and they are often seen in pop culture today, appearing on characters' shoulders. And they represent parts of Faustus's conscience. So obviously there's a good angel who constantly reappears to remind Faustus that he can seek redemption if he renounces his decision. However, the evil angel who Faustus does listen to tells him to pursue his desires, his lustful ways, as well as his pursuit for the dark magic. And he suffers as a result for this. Wagner's other important character, his Faustus' servant. And it's interesting that we learn that he wishes to learn about the dark arts and he uses his master's books. So this greed and this wish for uh, and desire for power isn't only in the upper classes. We find that it's also in the working classes. And Wagner appears to have just a similar amount of ambition and desire as does Faustus. In terms of the themes, the first is of sin, redemption and damnation. So in making a pact with Lucifer, Faustus commits what is in a sense the ultimate sin. Not only does he disobey God, but he consciously and eagerly renounces obedience to him, which have been very shocking for an Elizabethan audience who have been watching this. In a Christian framework, even the worst deed, however, can be forgiven through the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. Thus, however terrible Faustus' pact with Lucifer may be, the possibility of redemption is always open to him. All he needs to do theoretically is to ask God for forgiveness and the play offers countless moments in which Faustus considers doing just that and it's only at the end of his life that Faustus does repent in the final scene he cries out to Christ to redeem him. However it's too late and having inhabited a Christian world for the entire play Faustus spends his final moments in a slightly different universe where redemption is no longer possible and where certain sins cannot be forgiven the other theme is the medical versus renaissance values so this play sits on the cusp of the medieval and renaissance periods god was the center of life in medieval times while the renaissance values individualism and scientific inquiry which is really brought out in this play faustus is a scientist and his quest would have been less taboo in the renaissance period as opposed to the modern in to the medieval period even indeed he's punished uh for the way um He's punished in the way a scientist in the medieval times may have been punished. Power and corruption is another important theme. So Faustus is very ambitious and he initially plans to use magic to conquer Europe and gain great wealth. His desperation for power leads him further into trouble, however, and the more power he gets, the less he's tempted to repent and go back to being good. In terms of symbols, the first is blood. So when Faustus first tries to sign his agreement, his blood congeals and this symbolizes his body revolting against what he is about to do, sign away his life to the devil. Blood also symbolizes a permanence as the contract has to be signed in blood. And Christ's blood, uh, which he sees in the sky on his last night, symbolizes also redemption. Good and evil angels are also a symbol. So both of them symbolize Faustus's conscience and his divided will. And like all people, there's a part of him that wants to do what's right, but also a part that's tempted to do what's wrong. So that's it. If you found this video useful do subscribe and give us a thumbs up but also if you're looking for slightly more detailed revision sheets to accompany either your coursework on display or exams do check out www.firstreatutors.com, which features a lot of these revision sheets, cheat sheets as well as model answers that you can use in your work. Thank you for listening.